3: track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights plus original programs minor league broadcasts and local pre- and post-game shows go to mlb.tv to start your free trial today blackout and other restrictions apply major league baseball trademarks used with permission
1: from the lakefront to the riverfront this is where wisconsin sports fans come to talk the Bill Michaels Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels.
4: Yeah, welcome back, Wisconsin. It is the Bill Michaels Show. Tim Allen in for Bill today. We'll get to some Brewers baseball conversation coming up in a little while. And those of you in the northern part of the state, uh, I've been in my full time job handling uh, post game uh, for some Brewers baseball conversation for now heading into 16 years of that. And I am very grateful for that, especially these times that, uh, you know, one gig, one radio gig, it's, it's, a, it's like a veteran that plays for one team for, you know, 12 or 13 or 14 years. Uh, it's, uh, it's sort of unheard of these days. So we'll get into some Brewers conversation since Green Bay's off, but still Packers conversation top of mind here as we hit the great – the Schneider Orange Hotline, and welcome in former Packers linebacker A.J. Hawk, McAfee and Hawk. You've listened to the podcast. You hear him on uh, SiriusXM. A.J., thanks for the time, my friend. Hey, no problem. Good to be with you. All right, so uh, I'm trying to decide. Um, I'm headed to Vegas here in about a month, and uh, I'm trying to decide whether I actually take a loan out and invest money in the Green Bay Packers winning the Super Bowl. We talk about confidence levels. Compared to last year, where it was, as uh, some would put it, winning ugly, this year, much, much different. Where is the confidence level from the not only the former Packers side of things but the national perspective on the Packers' Super Bowl run here?
5: Well, I would think on the, the national perspective, people are looking at, at what Aaron has been able to do this year and the rest of the team, especially the defense playing well so many different weapons on offense and the offensive line like they're the total package that they they seem like a very complete team right now with no weaknesses and I I think everyone is scared to death to play the Packers in the playoffs like that's the team you want to avoid if you possibly can and and play them at the last possible minute so and I know just myself from watching them and seeing everything they're doing I mean you just watch how Aaron's kind of conducted himself he seems so comfortable he seems like he's having so much fun it almost looks easy out there and I think anybody knows playing quarterback in the NFL, I've said before, is, is the hardest position in all of pro sports. So what he's able to do is, is truly special.
4: No, I, I agree with you, and and I call it maybe a loose form of, he just doesn't seem tight this year. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to get your perspective on is he seems to be a little fixated on getting that conference title game in Green Bay, and and he understands the importance of that. You know, just the the demeanor that he's had. And I've heard him say this countless, countless, and you talk to him all the time. Countless times to get that game into Green Bay, it just seems like he not only is fixated on that, but he will perform and take advantage of it as the clock is ticking for him.
5: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, he he loves everything about Green Bay. And I know he's, he's definitely disappointed that the fans aren't in Lambeau like they usually would be but it's still special to to have the playoffs there and, you know, make it run through Lambeau. He knows like that's pretty intimidating for the rest of of the NFC to think about. And, you know, like it doesn't matter where you're playing. Like I I think when you start talking about like other teams and you start saying, Oh, well, is there a quarterback? All right. To come play in the cold or or they're like a dome team, a turf team. What is it? When you look at the Packers and they can win anywhere. Like it doesn't matter. They're not a cold weather team. They're not a warm weather team. Like wherever you play, like they're going to be fine. Like they have the skill set and they can, they can find a way. And I think that's another thing that just makes them even more scary.
4: You've uh, talked to him many times. Uh, you were a teammate of his for many years. We only see what the, what the media provides to us uh, most times. Uh, on a, a just a personal level, he seems so stoic right now. I, I mean, <laughs> when you hear him talk— does that dude ever cut loose at all? I mean behind the scenes, does he ever just just go crazy? I mean we see him do a little dance here and there when he when he gets into the end zone, but on a personal note behind the scenes, does he ever just cut loose?
5: Yeah, I mean he's always relaxed. He's always enjoying himself and having a good time, but you know, he's one of those those deep thinkers. So he's always sitting back and observing everything and so he I I wouldn't say he raises his voice very often, uh, but he loves um, you know, he loves having a good time and he's he loves a good argument with anybody if they're willing to get into it, I'm sure. I know John Coon is back there doing a lot of work with the team, too. He and John Coon, anytime they ever were in the same room together, they love to, to go back and forth and have these awesome debates. It's a, it was a fun thing to watch if you could ever film one of those situations, but he does. Yeah, I think Aaron's always having a good time. When you watch him on the field, he's definitely having a great time. He doesn't seem like he can be shook. Like there's, It really is. I can't, you can't put like a stat on it, but to be an opposing defender and be playing the Packers, like already going into the game, they're already thinking, like, God, oh, let's just not let Aaron carve us up like he does everybody else. But in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I don't know how we're going to do that. Whatever we throw at him, we need to find a way. And I think they have a big mental edge because of of all the, the work Aaron has done and how he always seems to be five, six steps ahead of the defense.
4: Yeah, I think I learned a lot some years ago when uh, when Anthony Barr took him down. And Aaron was just – he was John, uh, right back to him. I mean, there, were, there was an issue right there, and I think that opened my eyes. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks wouldn't do that. They'd lick their wounds and head off to, uh, to, to the locker room behind the curtain. But that's uh, – that's, it's just the competitive spirit of you guys. Uh, A.J. Hawk joins us here on the Bill Michaels Show. Uh, A.J., you went through the transition of the, the Favre to Rodgers And I just wanted to get the players' perspective here on what may happen and what may occur here uh, soon. And I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know if anyone knows if it's going to be next year or two years or four, whatever. What's going to happen then when they do ultimately make that transition to love?
5: I don't know. I, honestly, it's going to be very weird to say. Like I said, like you mentioned, I I was on the team through the, the transition from from Favre to Aaron, and uh, my first two years there, Brett was the starter, and then we moved on to Aaron. So it was it was definitely a, a weird situation, very unique. Aaron handled it perfectly throughout the whole thing, um, and we kind of let him down. His first year starting, we went six and ten. Our defense didn't really hold up, but I think honestly, it's hard to even think about what it's going to be like without Aaron in Green Bay. It really is. And especially since he's going to win the MVP this year, like he's playing at such a high level, but you know, yeah, eventually he's not going to be there anymore. And if you thought like Aaron had big shoes to step into coming from far, which he absolutely did. Like, think about it now. If you're thinking, all right, well, they we had Brett they and Aaron Rodgers, and now who's going to be the next first ballot hall of fame or possibly greatest of all time quarterback to step in and make plays. Like that's a lot of pressure on jordan love and, and i hope he's up for it I, I know everything you hear he seems like a an awesome guy and, and and can be that guy but i guess the question is when is that
4: yeah and really when you go back to three deep in in you know hall of fame quarterbacks and franchise guys there aren't many teams if if really any at all that can go star farve rogers and then and then love's got a you know, step up because you guys are rock stars. Even you, I mean, I, I work with Leroy Butler, Gary Ellerson. You've talked to those guys a, a million times, and I, you know, you even as a former player, you come back to the state of Wisconsin, go to a go to a Packer game. AJ, I mean, you guys are looked up to like that. But man, that the heritage at the quarterback position in Green Bay, I, I don't. It's just amazing. I don't know how they did it.
5: <laughs> well, yeah, it's so difficult too is when you're especially if you're drafting somebody out of college like people say of course Trevor Lawrence is most likely the number one overall pick and he seems to have every single possible thing you could want in a franchise quarterback but we don't there's no guarantee it's going to work out like everything around you has to be in place like the timing has to be right and you got to stay healthy like there's so many things so yeah to, to hit on those that many quarterbacks like you said that Green Bay has had it's it's amazing and it's not easy to do
4: Todd Marinovich, Ryan Leaf. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. been some, <laughs> there's been some. There's been some disasters, no question. Okay, so uh, final thing for you, as the uh, uh, super wild card weekend is upon us, I, I really like what the NFL, uh, you know, has done to adjust to everything. I congratulate the NFL from top to bottom for getting through seventeen weeks uh, through this pandemic. And in fact, some fans are in the stands here for sure, but. As you embark on the journey here over Wildcard Weekend, and then get an opponent for Green Bay, is there any one team in the NFC as you see it that would be the most challenging for Rodgers and the, and the Green Bay Packers?
5: Man, yeah, I mean, when you, yeah, there's definitely plenty of teams that could test them in there. I, I think it's likely that they end up playing Tampa Bay, and um, you know, the first their, after their bye. Uh, Tampa Bay is a team that I, anytime Tom Brady is playing well, which they seem to have kind of put some things together towards the end of the season, and their defense can play too, that's a team you want to worry about. The Saints, yeah, of course. That's why I think the home field was so big. We know the Saints are usually uh, much more explosive when they're playing inside the dome. I know just from facing them, getting, getting beat multiple times in the dome, it's not easy to beat them. But I like the Seahawks too. Like I know they've been up and down throughout the season, and the defense hasn't played great. I mean, they're still twelve and four, and we know that they have some magic in them. And you know, when Russell Wilson's a quarterback, it's scary. And, and Russell's a guy too that he, he's not—he can play in any kind of weather conditions too. It seems like so. There's there's teams all over you got to be worried about, but I, I think all of those teams, believe me, they are much more worried about Green Bay than Green Bay is worried about them.
4: Yeah, I seem to remember a Brady and the Patriots coming into Lambeau, and I—for I, the love of me—I I, can't—I can't remember what year it was, but. I still remember Brady on a final drive trying to either go in, tie it, or, or take the lead or whatever. And a uh, fourth down was was held in check, and he was just
6: fuming. Uh, <laughs> I,
4: mean, <laughs> I, I don't remember when that was, but uh, I think a lot of people would like to see that same look on Brady's face if that matchup occurs.
5: Uh, yeah, I, I think so. That's what uh, every Packers fan would love to see, an opposing quarterback with the frustration they have trying to win the game. They know they can't. But, yeah, that's, that's what those elite guys are, man, like, those the, the elite quarterbacks in the NFL especially like the top tier ones they are competitive as it comes and they want to win every single snap that they're in
4: so what's it like real quick working with McAfee that's got to be crazy <laughs> it's great yeah Pat's awesome uh,
5: he's exactly uh, like anyone sees him like whether on YouTube or on ESPN or listening to radio whatever like he is that's him 24 hours a day he is always moving always got something going on and his brain operates at a very high speed he's always thinking he's always on his next thing so it's uh, it's very fun to work with him because i our personalities are not exactly similar so i think that's what we go we go back and forth with
4: no you bring a little sanity to that place you keep him on the rails a little bit aj hawk i appreciate the conversation good luck and we'll talk again
5: all right thanks a lot
4: all right, there he is, AJ Hawk, on the Schneider Orange Hotline.
2: Schneider, they're hiring right now. 844 Pride, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Again, that's 844 Pride, or go to SchneiderJobs.com.
4: It's probably something we shouldn't belabor the point on, and that is the transition from Rogers to Love, but he went through that transition from Favre to Roger. I had to ask him that. Uh, We'll continue uh, coming up, uh, as I've been promising, some Brewers baseball conversations. Still a lot to get to here. Tim Allen, Joe Zenzola, Evan Heffelfinger is here. A Thursday edition of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
4: Yeah, welcome back. It is the uh, Bill Michael Show. Tim Allen, uh, Joe Zenzola is here, and we're going to be back with you tomorrow as well. I'm, I'm just being informed here. And, you know, whatever. Push me around. It's better than sitting around getting fat, as I uh, told Bill the other day on the air. Because I, I find myself doing that in the offseason more and more these days. <laughs> that, I think that's a Wisconsin thing. That's that's what I think.
1: Um.
4: Uh, Again, at the risk of this karma coming back or jinxing this football team, uh, I am as confident in an NFL pick as, as really I've ever been. I mean, a lot of people will go back to four straight Super Bowl appearances by the Buffalo Bills. I mean, think, think about that. Who was betting on the Buffalo Bills after, like, the second consecutive loss, and then they make it uh, the third straight year. I, I guess a certain philosophy, a wagering philosophy would say, hey, they're, they're bound to win one of these things. They, ne- they never did. I mean, four consecutive Super Bowl losses. In this case, Joe, I am looking at uh, a level in which I don't even look at the opponent yet. I, I don't even look at the – not only the playoff situation – but I, I don't even look at the, who would they face in the Super Bowl, in the AFC. Is it the Baltimore Ravens? Everyone is pointing to the Kansas City Chiefs, and there's the, there's the favorite. Hey, the Chiefs can be beaten. They, they certainly can. And, and their numbers are down a little bit as, as opposed to last year. They don't seem to have sort of that you know ride, that carpet ride feel that they were on last year. I chose the Baltimore Ravens at the beginning of this year to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl I thought they w- would take the next step now they are improved throughout the year they' got to hit the road and head to Tennessee over the weekend and those of you that want you know a wagering kind of feel to it I see that game being being a high fly and high shootout type game uh but in regards to the Packers, I, I'm not even looking at the opponent, even if it is the Chiefs. I would love to see that matchup too, by the way, just for aesthetic purposes. It's just two sort of iconic logos going at it. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how much I would invest in 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 that promise, in, in that wager. Now, everything's relative to what you make, and do you have a little fun money laying around, and do you have this and that? But should I be that confident in the Packers to take it off the sheet here? Three games. Three games for Aaron Rodgers. When he knew, and he knows, as I discussed with A.J. Hawk, the importance of that home field, getting it through Green Bay. Number one, the clock ticking on his career. Joe, we've talked about And I'm not saying he's going somewhere anytime soon. That's, That's not what I'm saying. But he... You hear him comment more and more, Aaron Rodgers, about how difficult it is to get into those situations and then to excel. But just merely to get into them, it seems to me he knows and, and puts more emphasis on that than any other quarterback I've heard. And I've heard a lot of quarterbacks over the years. He seems to be hyper-focused in on this has-to-be-in-Green Bay and how difficult it is to 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 win a Super Bowl. That gives me the confidence to go ahead and just push all the chips in. I don't care what the spread is. I don't care who the opponent is. At some point, I know it's it's nervous time. Every game, Packer fans get a little nervous. It's that little little feeling that you get. That little that little tingle in your stomach, right? But don't, try and bypass that. It is an NFL game, and anybody can beat anybody on any given day. But at some point, you do have to sign in. And at some point, you're going to say, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. I, I should have felt it. And you did feel it, and you do feel it now. Stay ahead of the game. You've got two home games. You've got Aaron Rodgers putting that emphasis on getting back to that title game and making sure it's in Green Bay. You've got Aaron Rodgers uh, expanding his comments on how difficult it is to win a Super Bowl. You have an aging Aaron Rodgers, and you have a Rodgers that's playing at the at just the. You heard AJ Hawk talk about it. I called it loose. He just 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 the flow of the game, just natural flow. How much are you willing to go, Joe? I know what you make for a living, pretty much ballpark figure. <laughs> um. So, a big bet for you. I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna throw this out there. A, a big bet for you. Do would you, be. I, I'm gonna say. You you could liquidate and and you know probably survive with it without it <laughs> uh, if if things went five hundred dollars.
2: Uh. What are my odds? Do I have odds? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it, matter. It, forget
4: about that. Forget about the spread. Forget about just Packers to win it all. They were going to win three straight and win it all. And they, they, hell, they may be even the underdog if they would face the Chiefs. It's it's
2: quite possible. Sure, I won't go five hundred dollars. I'll go. You're not that confident. I. Well, here I'll just give you an amount. I'll put hundred bucks down. Ah, hundred bucks. One hundred dollars. On. You waste a hundred dollars going out for dinner in a week. Yeah, and I, I I'm willing to lose that. I think, and and again, I think this question. I would love to just pose this to Packer fans listening right now because we as Packer fans are used to these letdowns. For the last decade, we've been going through this nonsense, and Don't we've had, buy into it. But that's the thing. Like, I just. I don't think Packer fans want to get too cocky about what they're seeing right now. Like they just don't want to do it because it's like they're setting themselves up for that next letdown. They're going to get all their hopes up because even with this Packers team, something really stupid could happen and they could lose in the playoffs. And I just, I don't think I'm having a hard time thinking that there is a Packer fan that's willing to call into this show right now and say, Tim, Joe, i, I put $5,000 on the Packers. There I,
4: probably is someone that's going to do that or has done that once they recognize the run that they're on. Th- that's a thing. Um, 855-830-8648, by the way, if you want to jump in here. 855-830-8648. At some point, you, you will look back and you will say, man, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew why, didn't I? I knew it. You guys have an inside scoop here. Let me me read this. AP Pro 32 poll. After uh, week 17, number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, Green Bay Packers. Number two. If you're going to bet on someone and be confident, might be the number two. You know what I mean? They're up there. Buffalo Bills at 3. The Saints right there at 4. You want to talk about letdowns? You talk about the Saints. What do you think Saints fans are feeling? They lose at home in the first round almost every year. Yeah. Uh Seattle's at 5. Seattle's not the not the team the Green Bay Packers are right now. They're not. Now, if there is a concern playing Seattle, for me It's Russell Wilson. He'll find a way to keep that team in the game, but at at the end of the day, Packers win that game. Pittsburgh at six. The Ravens at number seven. There might be a good bet in the uh, AFC. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, final poll, come in at eight. Uh, Tennessee Titans at number nine, uh, rounding out the top ten, the Indianapolis Colts. Now, other teams that are in the mix here, Rams are in at 11. That would be a defense that would be be concerning. They do have a great pass defense. I mean, one of the best, if not the best, in football, in pass defense. There's a challenge right there, at least that side of the ball. The Cleveland Browns are at number 12. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dolphins at 13. Fourteen, the Bears—they're in the playoffs. They—they they come in at number fourteen. Uh, Fifteen is Arizona out. Sixteen, the Washington football team—they're in at seven and nine. So there, there gives you uh, the field of teams that are that are in the mix here in the postseason. But confidence level for this Green Bay Packer team should be sky high. It's one of the best teams that that has been in Green Bay in quite a few years. The record indicates it. The um, analytics indicate it. The eye test definitely indicates it. The weaponry indicates it. I guess the only thing would be the other wide out. In Lazard and MVS, EQ caught a touchdown a couple of weeks ago. I I don't see see why you wouldn't go out on a limb this year of of any year. Last year, I I get it. This year, uh uh-uh. The one of the most powerful teams in the NFL. That's just what it comes down. to. So a hundred dollars. <laughs> um. Uh, and and that hey to some people that's a lot of money. Joe, I understand. Evan Heffelfinger, I know what you make for a living. <laughs> how how much in money confidence are you with this Packer team this year?
0: Well, you know how much money I make. Um, I just said that, yes. An astronomical amount of money. Um, more than me. I yeah, can confirm. Definitely. I made sure when I got put on this show to make more than Joe. Um, I, You know how they say you gamble in units? Like that's your standard price for putting down a bet? Sure. Mine is usually about $10. Um, ten,
4: 10 bucks, okay. <laughs> Because Can I you just go out i out
0: on a limb and go fifty for me.
4: Get yourself a I'm sandwich. Trying to make with you $10. some money. I, yeah, I'm trying to make you some money.
0: That's the thing is the Packers recently they have shown me that it could be worth putting down fifty dollars, especially I mean, maybe even a hundred dollars if I'm feeling absolutely crazy. <laughs> I get okay. what is it, like four to one odds right now in Vegas? Yes. Yeah, four and a half. At yeah, some places. That's yep. I mean, that's a new PlayStation Five, and that's, that's no spread
4: to cover. That's no spread to cover in any of these games. Just win the game, win right. the game, divisional round, win the game, conference uh, title game, and win the game in the Super Bowl. Which, you know, uh, I guess, I guess they they stand a chance to be a couple of point underdog if they
0: face the Chiefs. I would think. See, I'm a big fan of emotional hedging, though. So I, I don't know if I want to put money and my loyalty and faith on the Packers. You know what I mean? Because if I'm already going to have the Packers lose the Super Bowl, do I want to lose that money with it?
4: Okay, so you would bet the, then the Chiefs, because either way, then you'd be happy. Either your Packers win, and forget about the money, your Packers win. Well, it's but like, if they happen to lose,
0: then you make money. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's when the uh, Patriots and I've the Rams that. were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. I put money on the Patriots in, I think, like week 14 or 15 to win the Super Bowl. Because I was like, they're on a run. They're going to win the Super Bowl. If they're going to win and it's going to piss me off, I might as well make some money off of it. And I there did. You go. There so you go. Yeah. that kind of thing right, so makes sense. We're going to work you
4: up. Let's meet in the middle. Let's go uh, 65 bucks. Let's go 65 bucks. I want you to invest $65 uh, for the Packers to win the Super Bowl, and then then you'll thank me at the end of it. 855-830-8648. In terms of money confidence, where are you at here? Because sometimes that's really when the rubber hits the road here. Uh, We'll take a break, uh, get to you guys and some Brewers Conversations. Speaking of money, how much money are they going to spend and how will that offend you or not? Uh, We'll have that for you coming up right now. Hyundai and words from Joe Zanzola,
2: well, and I'll tell you this when it comes to money, I can actually save you some money. so if 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 the green and gold end up winning this thing and you won on your bet, Um, you could put that towards a new car and you could still save some money with some nice deals at Hyundai West Dallas. And that is what they're doing. It's a new year and the deals are still rolling on Hyundai West Dallas. They had a record setting year in 2020 and they're looking to come out of the gates on fire. They have a huge inventory of new 2020 and 2021 Hyundai's in stock. And to continue the momentum, they have decided to continue with the $500 savings for you. So if you just mention my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, it doesn't matter, uh, you will receive an extra $500 off any new vehicle in stock. Plus, as long as the green and gold are still playing, you mention the team and me and receive an extra $750 off. Hyundai West Dallas will also beat... Any other Wisconsin dealers' pricing. So not only will you receive their award-winning customer service, their amazing response to COVID-19, you will also get the best pricing in town. Hyundai West Dallas is located just off of Highway 100 between Lincoln and National Avenues. Visit them in person or go to their website, hyundaiwestdallas.com, and make sure when you go there, just mention my name and your favorite team from Green Bay. We will have more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.
1: Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
4: And welcome back, Wisconsin. It is the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Thanks for listening. Tim Allen in for Bill today. We, uh, we oftentimes say, where's your confidence level? But really, I mean, those, those are words. Now we put a, a money attachment to it, monetary confidence level. I've got a pretty big one. Oh, there's a drop. There we go. Um, mark mark that tape. I've got a pretty big amount of money. I'm willing to invest here in Green Bay winning the Super Bowl. And, and really, sometimes you have to take a step back away from the vehicle, factory reset, and say, just big view. You've seen him play 16 games. Guys, I mean, you know more. Than the average citizen, you know more. You've seen every play. You've broken down every play. You've seen the highlights. You've seen the news reports, the sports reports. You've listened to the shows. You've listened to this show here breaking down in the uh, all twenty-two view, video view from up top. And you've, you've, you guys know more. I, I, I think that's a little bit of an advantage. At least for me, it is eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight two Nakusa. We say uh, hello to Chris. He felt the need to call the show today. Chris, where's Nakusa?
6: Uh, it's about an hour west, uh, northwest of Madison.
4: Okay. I've heard of it. So, our northwest of Madison. So, up near
6: Wisconsin Rapids, that area.
4: Gotcha. That's right, what I was, okay.
6: The middle of the state, yeah.
4: All right. Very good. So, wh- where's, your, where's your monetary confidence level?
6: Well, my monetary confidence level, I guess I would put it a little bit more than your uh, peers there. Uh I can spend more than 10 bucks, but uh I could I probably put it at about 100 bucks, and I'll give you a few reasons why. Um I guess I'm looking at I'm still I still have concerns on the defensive side of the football. One side in particular, I have my uh worries on Tevin King. Like last week specifically, I had my worries when the game is 21-16, it's fourth and one. I have no clue in my mind why the Bears and uh is throwing the ball out to the flat instead of going again at Kevin King mm-hmm. when he's been eating him up play after play. And I think if he continues to go at Kevin King, they go down and take the lead. And then my other concern is that I'm concerned that if we run into a team, say, and we have issues, say, like the Tampa Bay game, are we going to be able to make adjustments? Because I'm concerned that in the past with games where we've ran into that over the last couple of seasons, we haven't been able to make adjustments when we've gotten down in games And they've basically turned into blowouts the other way, and that's why I can't put a huge amount of monetary funds into, you know, but I do see a Super Bowl run. It's just I'm concerned about whether or not we're going to be able to finish the deal.
4: Points well taken. What kind of car you drive? A Kia Optima. (laughs) You can. Hey, now, come on, now. You. You. I want you to go up to three hundred. Just, just okay. send it out there. Send it out there. If you're in the neighborhood here. Just triple it up, and uh, play the money line, and you'll get uh, if they're the dog, um, you're going to come back with uh, you know 300 outbound, 700 coming back. So you plus 400. All right.
6: Okay, that sounds All right.
4: good. Yeah, I don't know if this is legal. Chris, thanks for listening. I don't know if this is legal. Being a bookie on the air, buy or sell. <laughs> Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Dan, uh, down south of us in uh, Racine. Dan, you're on the Bill Michaels Show.
3: Jim, man, how's it going, man? I, I What's going on? I've been baseball, with my Brewer baseball. You know, you're Bob Euker's replacement, man. I told you this. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, let's get back on track here.
4: Well, first, what kind of car are you driving? That'll give me a ballpark figure yep. here.
3: I got a 2015 Subaru Legacy. I love this car, and it's okay. got 133000 on it. So I'm one of those guys, ride it till the brakes fall off, or the wheels, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm a $25 guy. Now, if you would have caught me a couple of years ago before the Seattle debacle, before the Atlanta game, I mean, there's just so many $1,000 games that I've probably contributed to that I said, what? And, you know, <laughs> WTF. Okay.
4: <laughs> but this is I'm different, though, with, Dan. This isn't Seattle, San Francisco, or Atlanta. This is Green Bay now.
3: No, but I realize that. But you know what we have, Tim? You know what we have? We have Tom Brady in the NFC. We have Tom Brady. And as much as I can't stand the guy, the guy's a genius. Probably he is the best quarterback in ever.
4: I agree so with that. You. Being,
3: with that being said, you are not going to play Tampa Bay and do what they did to Chicago, and expect to win. Even though they scored on that first play of the game, their special teams is the worst out of the playoffs, out of any team in, in this whole. And that is going to be costly. That has costed us the Seattle game, and they did not learn from that.
4: One of the That's things, Dan, and I'll let you respond. I'll let you respond to this. One of the sure. things that I've noticed this year, and this I guess would be this, a slight concern, would be I think teams. Have adjusted to Lafleur in the second half. In other words, you get way up against Indy, and then it stalls out, and then there's a game. You get way up yeah. against uh, the Detroit Lions, and then the other team adjusts, and then it it stalls the the offense. So, and there's been other cases too. That would be my slight concern in, in the Super Bowl if someone adjusts at halftime and just shuts that offense down a little bit.
3: Hey, Tim, the other. Is that we did not, that nobody's really talking about out of Tampa. And you know what? We can throw that whole fallacy of cold weather and all of that out the window. I don't know why people on this show, not you specifically, but there's other ones that get paid a deal that still say, oh, we're going to get them in the cold. You know what? Nonsense. Something Vic proved us that doesn't work. Who are we kidding? So now you got Brady, who definitely is going to be there. We don't, we don't have an answer for Fortnite. Is it Fortnite? 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 I mean, Fournette.
5: Yeah.
3: Fournette. And that was without that guy, who's like a 12000 a year rusher. I mean, they got a dynamic team. I just don't see us getting past them. I hope we do. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not a homer anymore. I've All right. I've seen this happen many <laughs> times.
4: Dan, I appreciate the comments. I really do. And I look forward to talking Brewers baseball with you for sure. All right. 855 830 8648. So we get 25 bucks. We get hundred bucks. We get another hundred from you, Joe.
2: We get. What did we get with
4: Evan? 10? Sixty. Was
2: it sixty-five? Did he oh, get to sixty-five? <laughs> Not <laughs> seventy. Sixty-five. 60, I'll 65. do seventy-five then. Seventy-five. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right.
4: <laughs> seventy-five. It is. Buy or sell. I am. Uh, I'm a little bit higher than that. Well, there's another. Mark the tape. So you you got two there. That's uh, that's that's funny stuff for those. <laughs> Already it noted all. down, by the way. Yeah, I bet it was. All right, we'll, we'll continue the conversation. Um, Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press Gazette and PackersNews.com in the next hour and more Packers conversation. Tim in for Bill today, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. I'm <laughs> Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens.
2: Packers defensive coordinator Mike Patton has been reviewing the game film of the past month. Safety Adrian Amos has become a leading tackler after being moved up in Raven Green spot, and he got a key pick to end the Bears game Sunday night. Darnell Savage has four picks in the past couple of weeks, Patton talked about their progress. You
4: know,
3: first and foremost, it's those guys just getting a lot of repetitions together uh, and not having, a, you know, an offseason and, and, a, and a training camp. A lot of those, really you don't get that many live reps. Uh, and, and the safety position is so important that the uh, there needs to be great communication
1: between the two of them.
2: And former Packers safety Leroy Butler is a finalist again for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We spoke to his former head coach, Mike Holmgren.
1: Oh, I'd say absolutely he should go in, you know, because it, he was a football player and who played safety, but could play free safety, could play up nearly in the box. Good tackler, yet good ball skills, good speed. He, he was everything you wanted there. And fortunately, I inherited him. I came in and he was there. So that helped me a lot, too.
2: That's Mike Holmgren. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens.
4: Coming up in just a little while, we're going to hear from uh, former Packers head coach Mike Holmgren. And he talked about Leroy Butler and among other topics. Welcome back. It's the Bill Michaels Show Thursday edition. Tim Allen, Joe Zenzola, There is Evan Heffelfinger. Mm-hmm. You wonder if that's his name. It is. Um, and we were talking about your money your monetary confidence level of the uh, Green Bay Packers taking this thing off the sheet—it's—it's—it's it's, uh, it's three games, and it—in—in it, it, in my estimation, Aaron Rodgers believes it's the three most important games of his career, even though he's won a Super Bowl. Just everything he says talks about getting back into this situation. And they're back into that situation. Uh, there is other uh, financial news. <clears throat> Let's hit the uh, situation room and go to Evan Heff- No, I'm kidding. Um, stocks are up. Joe, uh, the Brewers made a move, and we'll get into a little Brewers money conversation as well. The Brewers did make a move, and they signed a player today. Now, it's been a very sort of quiet offseason, and that's not unlike uh, a lot of teams around Major League Baseball because the financial hit that they took – it It shows you a couple of things it shows you how dependent uh the game itself is on fans and we always we always talk about America's pastime and it certainly is because it's that sort of rite of spring and summer it's sort of that you know euchre on the radio sort of thing uh out in the driveway and you're doing yard work and you're shooting hoops or you're on the back deck on a beautiful late june night and you know having a few beers and it's it's a it's a brewers reds uh, matchup and and so it, it it really is america's pastime but it but it also the financial hardship that that particular business took shows here because of no fans in those stands you think about i mean just 33,000 on average times 81, just, just in the city of Milwaukee? I mean, that it's just an endless stream of revenue. They didn't have that. I wonder if they scale everything back, if that's going to offend Brewers fans. I just wonder about that. Brewers did make a move. I'll get to that after the break. Talk more about the finances and whether or not <laughs> come April 1st and the season fires up. If you are going to be offended if that payroll is cut by more than half, And that team doesn't have all these free agents you wanted. Moustakas and Grandal. There's no names like that. Want to get your spin on that after the break here. It's a Thursday edition talking some football and some baseball here. Bill Michaels show today.